Welcome to the Believers Foundation series. My name is Aditola Ugbebo, and I'll be talking on the Holy Spirit within in the life of a believer with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And the purpose of this class is to give a biblical conviction of how the Spirit lives within a person and the evidence of speaking in other tongues. So who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is a third person of the Godhead. The Holy Spirit is God himself. The Holy Spirit is not substandard to God, but the Holy Spirit is God himself. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, the Bible says, And God said, Let us make man in our own image and after our likeness, and let him have dominion over the birds of the air, over the fish in the sea, but what I really want to bring out there is when God said, and God said, let us. When he said, let us, he was speaking to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So you see that the Holy Spirit is one and the same with God. And what we are supposed to do is, the Holy Spirit is the one that is with us here on earth after Jesus left. If you remember the story, Jesus came and he walked on earth like every man, flesh and blood. But after he left, he sent the Holy Spirit because he said, if it will not go, the Holy Spirit will not come. And now we are in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. We are living in the days of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2 verse 4 says, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And that is part of what the Holy Spirit has gone to do in the life of a believer. Tongues refer to the supernatural language received when a person comes to Jesus Christ. All right, so tongues are the initial evidence of the infilling of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. And we are living in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit, like I said. And so it is of utmost importance that we maximize speaking in tongues. We maximize and activate the friendship and who the Holy Spirit is. You know, the Holy Spirit was not just given to us to speak in tongues. The Holy Spirit has come to live inside of a believer. And when you get born again, the Holy Spirit comes to reside in the spirit of someone that has just given his or her life to Jesus Christ. And that's why nothing changes on the outside when you get born again. And I'm sure you must have noticed that. The exchange that happens, the change that happens is on your inside. It's inside your spirit, man. The Holy Spirit coming to live inside you. And that is what happens when a person gets born again, when a person gives his or her life to Jesus. So the Holy Spirit is there to guide you, to lead you, to instruct you, to teach you how to pray, to teach you how to live day to day, to teach you how to operate in this world. And that's why Jesus said, if you will not go, the Holy Spirit would not come because that is the function of what the Holy Spirit is supposed to come and do in the life of a believer. The Holy Spirit has come to help us to live day to day effectively in our journey. And if you have been following from the previous model, we learned that when we get born again, is our insight that gets changed. We now have a new operating system. And the only way to maximize that operating system is to find out and read the manual of how the system truly works. So that is part of the reasons why the Holy Spirit was given to a believer, to you as a child of God. And the Holy Spirit should not just be limited to speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit is supposed to help you to live day by day effectively. And that is part of the primary function of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives inside of you to teach you, to guide you, to instruct you. Yes, we're going to be talking and focusing on, you know, speaking in other tongues, you know, 
but the Holy Spirit has come much more to do more than just speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit should be your helper, should be your advocate, should be your counsel, should do much more than speaking in tongues. It's just like, I mean, when you, you have a friend, all you want to do is, as much as possible, you communicate with that friend. When you have a challenge, you have a problem, you talk to that friend, and that friend ought to help you in some certain way where he or she can help you to get out of a challenge or trouble or something. And that is why the Holy Spirit was given to the believer when Jesus was going to leave the earth. We are in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is here to help us maximize our daily lives, to help us become effective Christians, to help us live day by day to what God has actually instructed us to live. Okay, so why the Holy Spirit? Why the Holy Spirit? Because, of course, we have learned that when we got born again, something changed on our inside. And the most important thing is now to begin to learn how to live, how to act, how to work in this kingdom. And that is why the Holy Spirit was given to us. The Holy Spirit is your friend. The Holy Spirit is your advocate. And he will teach you and lead you into all things. Okay? So, what are the benefits of speaking in tongues? What are the benefits of speaking in tongues? I mean, as a believer, do I have to speak in tongues? Is it even compulsory for me to speak in tongues? What is this speaking in tongues all about? And you know, the truth of the matter is, some people don't believe in speaking in tongues or they feel that they should not speak in tongues or it is reserved for some few. But speaking in tongues is a right of anybody that has received the life of God into him or her. Speaking in tongues helps you to maximize your Christian life. Speaking in tongues edifies you. Speaking in tongues charges you. And we're going to just look at some benefits of what speaking in tongues will do for us. And the first is that speaking in tongues is initial evidence of the infilling of the Holy Spirit. It's initial evidence of the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And we can see that in Acts chapter 2 verse 4. It's the initial evidence of the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2 verse 4. Acts chapter 2 verse 4 and it says and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. It is the initial evidence that you are filled with the Holy Spirit. That is like the basic that once you are filled with the Holy Spirit it's just like default that you have to speak in tongues. It's one of the benefits of speaking in tongues. Then tongues are for spiritual edification. Tongues are for spiritual edification. And you can see that in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 4. He says, he who speaks in a tongues edifies himself. He who speaks in tongues edifies himself. And what does it mean to edify yourself? It means to activate yourself. It means to reinforce yourself. It means to build up yourself. It means to charge up yourself. That means you want to get charged. You need wisdom concerning a particular issue. You can speak in tongues and it helps you to know exactly what to do. Speaking in tongues is for spiritual edification. Then tongues remind us of the spirit, spirit's indwelling presence. And you can see that in John chapter 14, verses 16 to 17. Let's read that. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. So speaking in tongues is an evidence that there is the Spirit of God that is dwelling inside of us. It says the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you 
and will be in you. And that means when the Holy Spirit is dwelling on your inside, by default, automatically, it's easy for you to speak in tongues. Then the other thing is that speaking in tongues stimulates our faith. It stimulates our faith. And we can see that in Jude chapter 1 verse 20. It says, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. So one way you can activate your faith, you can recharge your faith, is to pray in the Holy Spirit. Is to pray in the Holy Spirit. And I'm sure before the end of this class, we're actually going to practicalize praying in the Holy Spirit. It's to pray in the Holy Spirit, to activate your faith, to stimulate your faith. That is one of the things that speaking in tongues does for you. Another benefit of speaking in tongues is that speaking in other tongues enables us to pray about the unknown. It enables us to pray about the unknown. It enables us to pray God's perfect will. And it is the best way to intercede for someone. Speaking in tongues, praying in other tongues is the best way to intercede for someone. Let's read Romans chapter 8 from verses 26 to 27. Romans 8, 26 to 27. It says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. He makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. The Holy Spirit knows how to pray the perfect prayer. He helps us to pray for other people. You know, you can just pray, God bless me, I want this, I want that. But when you pray in tongues, you know, they say we speak in divine mysteries. We speak secrets, deep secrets. And what that simply means is that the Holy Spirit helps you to pray the details. From what we read here, Romans 8.26 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses because it's a weakness that we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But when you speak in tongues, the Holy Spirit actually takes over against that weakness and begins to pray the perfect prayer that you ought to pray. You know, I mean, you can just pray. We are limited in our understanding. And you can just pray, Lord, as I go out today, bless me. But what the Holy Spirit comes is that the Holy Spirit can see into the future, actually knows maybe there's going to be a riot on a particular route or there's going to be an accident in a particular car. So when you begin to pray in other tongues, the Holy Spirit will pray so that you will avoid such occurrences in your life. And that is one of the reasons why we believe in praying in other tongues in this ministry because it has helped us achieve so much more things that we do not even know about because that is one of the primary functions of the, of the Holy Spirit. Remember I said the Holy Spirit helps us to live effectively. It helps us to maximize ourselves on this earth. And that was the primary reason why Jesus came and said the Holy Spirit will not come if I do not go. And that's part of the benefits of speaking in other tongues. Then, speaking in other tongues is a means of supernatural communication between man and God. Speaking in other tongues is a means of supernatural communication between man and God. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. He says, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. You are speaking directly to God. That means you have access to God, undiluted access to God. 
And that is what it actually means when you are speaking in tongues. That's what it means when you are yielding yourself to the Holy Spirit. You have direct access to God. You are talking directly to the Father that is in heaven. All right. Another benefit of the Holy Spirit is that it is the best way to stir up wisdom from within. It is the best way to stir up wisdom from within. Let's read Proverbs chapter 20 verse 5. Proverbs 20 verse 5 says, Counsel in the heart of man is like deep waters, but a man of understanding will draw it out. And how do you draw it out? You draw it out by speaking in tongues. You draw it out by praying in the spirit. I mean, I've been at points where I never knew what to do. I never knew what to do. And even now at times, it happens to me. And what I just do is, I just calm myself down and begin to speak in tongues. And thereafter, I just know what to do. And I'm not kidding. This even happened to me about two weeks ago. I was working on a mini project. I was writing out something. And there, in the middle of what I was writing, I was just, you know what they call writer's block? Yeah, I mean, I was stuck. I didn't know what to do. And at that point in time, I told myself, look, don't stress it. Just calm down. And I did that. And I told myself, how will I calm down? Except asking the Holy Spirit that resides on my inside to help me. Because this thing I'm trying to do, is not by me. The Holy Spirit has come to be my helper, to be my advocate, to be my counsel. So I just left what I was writing. I stood up and I went to pray. I just started praying in tongues. I started praying in tongues. I started praying in tongues. And just somehow, it was as if, you know, a veil was lifted off my face. And immediately, I knew exactly what to write. And I completed what I was writing. And, you know, after writing it, I gave it to someone to read. And the person felt like, this is fantastic. And I had to tell the person, look, I got stuck in the middle of this, but the Holy Spirit helped me. The Holy Spirit took me through this process. And that is really how you should engage the Holy Spirit. There is wisdom on your inside, but the Holy Spirit will help you to bring it out. But if you don't engage the Holy Spirit, how will you draw out this wisdom? And you need wisdom for your life. You need wisdom to deal wisely in this life. You need wisdom for you to be able to navigate the challenges in this world. But when you pray in tongues, the Holy Spirit helps you to bring out that counsel that is already resident on your inside, okay? And 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10b. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 10b, he says... For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. The Spirit searches the deep things of God. That means the Spirit knows things that you do not even know. And the only way to know things that you don't know is by yielding yourself to the Spirit so that you can excel in this life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So tongues help us to pray out God's plan for our lives. Tongues help us to pray out God's plan for us. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 6 to 12. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? So no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. 
Now we have received not the spirit of this world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know those things that have been freely given to us by God. And that is what the Holy Spirit really comes to do in the life of a believer. The things that the eyes have not seen. You don't know what is going to happen to you next week. You don't know what is going to happen to you in two years' time, in five years' time. You don't know where you ought to be residing. Because these are the things that God has already destined before the foundations of the world. But the Holy Spirit can pray through you to begin to pray these things out. So that when the right time comes, you just step into that perfect plan of God for your life. The Spirit of God prays out the deep secrets of God and helps us to align our ways, okay? So, another benefit of speaking in tongues is that it aids giving of things. It aids giving of things. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 15 to 17. 1 Corinthians 14, 15 to 17. It says, what is the conclusion? What is the conclusion? Then, I will pray with the Spirit, and I will also pray with the understanding. I will pray with the Spirit, I will also pray with the understanding. And I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will also sing with my understanding. I will sing with my Spirit, and I will also sing with my understanding. Otherwise, if you bless with the Spirit... How will he who occupies the place of the uninformed say amen at your giving of thanks, since he does not understand what you say? For you indeed give thanks well, but the other is not edified. That means when we speak in tongues, we give thanks well, we give thanks appropriately, we give thanks the way we ought to give thanks. Remember, the Spirit is on our inside. And like we read in Romans chapter 8, verse 26, that the Spirit helps our weaknesses. So the Spirit knows how actually to give thanks to God. And that is what the Spirit does on our inside. And lastly, it is a means of exercising our spirit. It is a means of exercising our spirit. And we're just going to exercise our spirit. We're going to learn to how to exercise our spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 4. He says, For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. Talking about the mind. That's when he now went further to say, what is the conclusion then? I will pray with the Spirit. But it exercises your spirit. That means your spirit is energized. Your spirit is activated. Your spirit is speaking. Your spirit knows exactly what you should do. And those are the benefits of speaking in tongues. So I'm wondering, why would you not speak in tongues? Why would you not speak in tongues? Because you need to maximize yourself on this side of the earth. There are a lot of things that you do not know. But remember how we have said in Romans chapter 8, verse 26, that the Holy Spirit comes and helps us against our weaknesses, helps us against our infirmities, because we do not even know what we should pray for as we ought. And the Holy Spirit comes beyond just praying in tongues. Like I said, He has come to be our helper, our advocate in life. He has come to take us, to show us how to actually live and maximize ourselves. Okay, so what are the steps to being filled with the Holy Spirit? I mean, if we have talked about all the benefits speaking in tongues can do for us, so how can we actually be filled with the Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues? And the first thing is that you must be born again. You must be born again. So that means speaking in tongues is the language of the believer. It's just like when you're in a particular family, whatever, I mean, dialect or tribe you are from, 
I'm sure you have that natural language that you all speak, you know, and that is what makes you distinct that you belong to a particular tribe or a particular sect, you know, in a particular country. So speaking in tongues shows that you are part of the believer's kingdom, shows that you are part of the believer's kingdom, and it helps you because this is that you're saying, I speak the language of the kingdom that I belong to. I speak the language of the kingdom that I belong to. So the basis and the first is that you must be born again. You must be born again. Let's read John chapter 3 and verse 5. John 3, 5, it says, Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. That means if you are not born again, you can't even understand how God does what he does. You won't even be able to understand how to speak in tongues. You will not be able to relate with spiritual things. And that is the basics. You must be born again. You must be born again. Then the next thing is that you must understand that it is for every believer. It is not for some selected few. It is not for the pastors. It's not for the leaders or workers in a particular church or denomination. It is for every believer as long as you are born again. Glory to God. Let's read Mark chapter 16 verse 17. Mark 16 verse 17. It says, And these signs shall follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. And this sign shall follow those who believe. That means believing is just the prerequisite for enjoying the benefits of speaking in tongues. Believing. And remember, to get born again, it is to believe in your heart and to confess with your mouth. And that is why you are here, because you have taken that first step. So now, Scripture says in Mark 16, 17, it says, And this sign shall follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. And that is the basics. That is the basic. It is for every believer as long as you believe in Jesus Christ, as long as you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the next thing is to automatically receive the gift of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Then you don't need to wait on God or tarry. It's not something you have to wait and fast and, you know, maybe get to a church and, you know, sweep the floor and do several vigils. No, it's not by your works. It's not by your works. It's the grace, it's the gift that God has given to us. And all you need to do is to receive it. You don't need to tarry and wait and wait and wait and say until 60 days or 90 days before you receive the evidence of speaking in tongues. Let's look at Luke chapter 11, verse 11 to 13. It says, if a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish... Will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then being evil, if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So I'm going to say here that when you pray to receive the Holy Spirit, don't think that you're going to have a fake spirit, you know. God gives only true and good things. And that is why he said, if you then, I mean, if as an earthly father, as an earthly mom, as an earthly brother or sister, someone asks you for bread, you will not give the person stone or scorpion. And God is saying, how much more I, your heavenly father, if you ask me the Holy Spirit, I will give to you the Holy Spirit. Okay? 
So that means the Holy Spirit is available for every believer. And what do you do? Lastly, what do you do? You act out in faith. You act out in faith. Remember Acts chapter 2 verse 4, it says, And they were all filled with the Spirit, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The Spirit will give you utterance, but you have to do the speaking. The Holy Spirit will not come and speak for you. The Holy Spirit will give you utterance, but you have to do the speaking. All right. So how do we walk in the Spirit? How do we walk in the Spirit? And you must know that walking in the Spirit is a concept that a lot of people have misunderstood. Walking in the Spirit is not the Holy Spirit coming to enforce himself on you, whether you want it or not. It's like a partnership. It's a synergistic relationship. You walk it with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit tells you, leads you, and guides you in what to do, and you obey, and you obey. So how do you walk in the Spirit so that you can maximize yourself? Because you have the ability to overcome the loss of the flesh and to be led by the Holy Spirit. And the main thing how you walk by the Holy Spirit is to give attention to the Word of God. Give attention to the Word of God. John chapter 6 verse 63. Let's quickly look at that. It says it is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. So if you get the words of Jesus on your mind, then you'll be able to mind the things of the Spirit. You'll be able to engage in the things of the Spirit, and ultimately, you will be able to live an effective spiritual life. I think we should just have a little practical here. I mean, if we're talking about speaking in tongues, if we're talking about the infilling of the Holy Spirit, we should be able to demonstrate this. And remember what I said, the basics is, are you born again? Once you are born again, all we have to do is to ask the Father. And we know that the Father will give the Holy Spirit. And remember I said, we don't have to wait. So we don't have to spend 10 hours, 20 hours. But all we're going to do is to believe right now. And I want you wherever you are. I just want you to, you know, trust God. And remember the scripture we read in Luke chapter 11, verses 11 to 13, that God will give the Holy Spirit to those that ask him. So God will not deny us. He's right here to answer us, and he's going to give us the Holy Spirit. And we're just going to yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit to speak in other tongues. And I'm just going to pray with you, and I want you to open, close your eyes, and pay attention. And don't try to read anything with your mind, but just yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Father, I pray for your child right now, and I thank you because he has received you into his life, into her life. Lord, we ask for your Holy Spirit. You said if we ask for the Holy Spirit, you will give him to us because you are a father that give good gifts to your children. Right now, we ask with the evidence of speaking in tongues. We ask that your Holy Spirit fills us afresh and begins to help us to follow your will, to follow your plan. And right now, Holy Spirit, we ask that you fill us afresh because you are the carrier of wisdom. You are the carrier of God. You are God yourself. We yield to you and we ask that you help us to pray out your counsel, to pray out your will. And I pray for them right now, Lord, as many of them as want to receive you with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, I declare that your spirit come upon them and they begin to speak in the name of Jesus. And I want you to just open your mouth and begin to speak. Remember Acts chapter 2 verse 4 says, the Holy Spirit will give you the utterance, but you will do the speaking. Come on, open your mouth as I begin to pray. I will pray for you. The Holy Spirit is coming upon you. Just open your mouth and yield to the spirit. The spirit will not force you. 
all you have to do is to yield to him. Father, we thank you. Masuka yande bradadosta, mazika tayadosa, ende geleba shatari yanda baradosta, makaradozo zo makande regere, e kalabra shandari yanda barreka zotari yanda baradosto, e keledozo zo mahande regere, rikaba shatayadosa, mande regere, reba satali yanda barregere boshta, inda balada shatari yanda bar, thank you Lord because you are feeling your child afresh in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is coming upon each and every one of them in the name of Jesus. Come on, open your mouth. Come on, open your mouth and begin to speak. Begin to speak. Engage with the Spirit. Engage with the Spirit. Engage with the Spirit. Don't just look around. Don't just stay there. Open your mouth and begin to pray because the Holy Spirit has come to help you. The Holy Spirit has come to help you to live a successful life, to maximize yourself, to be everything that God has called you to be. Father, we thank you, O Lord. Blessed be your name. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Do have a successful spiritual life. God bless you.